Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. So I want to ask you a question, and I want you to really think about this. What do you think of when you hear the words servant leader? I think a lot of us, when we first hear those words, like maybe we don't understand what a servant leader is, we start to think, a servant as a leader? What? Like normally a servant is somebody who serves the leader, right? And so it can be kind of confusing. However, that's exactly what God calls us to be. He calls us to be servant leaders. And so I love this. We see a real true example of what a servant leader is when we look at the life of Jesus. You know, on that same night when Jesus was going to the cross, he wasn't thinking about himself. He was thinking about how he can serve those around him. John 13, 1 through 5 shows us this beautiful example. Jesus is having this final Passover feast with his disciples, and Judas is getting ready to betray him, okay? And he has done nothing but serve and love and teach and train his disciples. And yet, even in the midst of it, the devil had already began to put thoughts into Judas's heart. Now, verse three, Jesus, knowing that the father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments. He took a towel and girded himself. So he put like a little apron around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel, which he was already girded. This is such a beautiful example of what a servant leader is. You know, back in those days, the disciples, they didn't have cars. They didn't have bikes to transport them from one place to another. They walked. And so their feet were always dirty. Their feet were always hurting. So it was such an honor that Jesus would kneel down in front of his disciples and wash their feet. Then we see in Mark 10, 45 really tells us, what a servant leader is. Mark 10 45 says, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom to many. When we think about the word leader, the word leader can be summed up in one word, influence. Leadership is influence. When influencing others, we need to realize God has called every single one of you girls to be influencers in this kingdom. Over the weekend, I got to speak at a really cool conference for Christian teen girls. And it was so incredible to see the two girls that were leading the worship band. One was 18 and the other one was 15. They are making a difference. 
We had Sarah Barrett on here just a couple weeks ago. Sarah Barrett is 21 years old, but she wrote her book when she was 18, a book that was picked up by a publisher and is being shared all throughout the world. You don't have to wait to be an adult to become a leader. You can be a leader right where you are. And actually, God calls you to be a leader. I look at the Bible and I think about stories like Esther, who was 16, and the disciple John, who hung out with Jesus, one of Jesus' closest disciples. He was just a teenager. Daniel was just a teenager. David was just a teenager. And these people went on to make a huge impact in our lives that we're still reading about them today. God has put the same purpose and the same thing inside of you. Now, I want to talk a little bit about leadership. What does it mean to be a leader? When we're leading others, when we're influencing them, we need to realize that it's all about connections. The word connection is the ability to relate to people in such a way that it increases our ability to influence their lives. In order to make connections, we have to be intentional. When we're out and about and we're doing things, we need to be on the lookout. Who can I bless? Who can I make a difference in their life today? You can be a leader right where you are right now. And I encourage you, this world is getting darker and darker, and God has called you to be the light of the world, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. God has called you to be that light. And when you live that light, when you're confident in who God has created you to be, and you're walking as that servant leader that God has called you to be, where you're not only on the lookout for yourself and what other people can do for you, but you're looking out for others and how you can serve them and how you can bless them and how you can influence their lives, they're going to look at you and say, there's something different about you. And I want what you have. And that is going to be an opportunity for you to share the love of Jesus with this dark and hurting generation who needs God more than anything. Girls, your generation is so confused. They don't know what truth is. Your generation is hurting and they need hope. They need the hope that you have to offer to them. Go out there. Be intentional about making connections with people. Ask God. God, who is it that I need to connect with today? Then when you connect with them, and we talked about this in the friend series, find common ground. Talk about their family. Ask them how many brothers and sisters they have. What do they like to do? Do they like to play sports? What sports do they like to play? Do they like music? What kind of music do they like to listen to? Find that common ground. John Maxwell says, what makes connectors effective is that they are always looking for common ground. So as you're out and about, when you're in the halls at school, when you're in the halls at church, walk through those crowds slowly. Take your time. Look at the people around you. If you watch people enough, you see that when they're walking through life, their shoulders are slumped. There's not really a smile on their face. People are hurting. And we need to walk through those crowds slowly so that we can give people an opportunity to connect with us. There are so many people out there who are hurting and need the hope of Jesus that you have inside of you. The next thing as a leader we need to realize is that it's not about us. You know, so many times we're like, well, I don't know the words to say or I don't know if they'll accept me, but we need to realize that it's not about us. And when we get ourselves off of our mind, when we think about ourselves, of course, we're going to be freaked out because we really don't have all the answers, but we have God on our side. 
And when we get our minds off of ourselves and we start to think about how can I serve them? Can I open the door for somebody who has their hands full? You know, maybe I have a couple extra dollars in my purse and I'm at the coffee shop and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pay for the person behind me. So you give the cashier your extra money and say, you know what? I'm going to pay for these people behind me and just tell them that God loves him. I mean, little things like that. How can you serve others as you're walking out and about? Start thinking about how can I serve them? Because it's in that serving that you're going to make a difference. My son recently got to be a part of a ministry outreach that our church did. And he had the job of holding the sign and waving people in. And, you know, that can kind of seem like a job that's like, ugh, this is not really fun. But let me tell you something. My son wasn't sure how long he was supposed to hold the sign. So he walked up and he found my husband. He was about ready to ask my husband how long he was supposed to hold the sign. But before he got a word out of his mouth, the woman that my husband was talking to, she was in line for this outreach. My husband was leading the connections team. So he was leading a team of people to connect with everybody in line so that they felt welcome while they were waiting for this outreach. But before my son got to ask that question to my husband, the lady who was standing next to my husband turned and looked at my son and said, I would never have come in here if I didn't see you holding that sign. And guess what? Her life was completely changed. She got to be blessed by the things that we were giving away for free. She got to be blessed because people were there praying for her. Her life was changed by a simple act of my son holding a sign. So I want you to think about how can you serve those who are around you. If we're always in a hurry where we're walking from one place to the next and we have our eyes focused straight in front of us and we don't see the people around us, we're going to miss those people who need Jesus and who are ready to receive him. And then the last thing I want to encourage you about is when you are out leading, don't go by yourself. When you're out leading, bring your friends along with you. It is so much more fun when you have your group of friends with you and you are all working together to make a difference for Jesus. Now, maybe you're thinking, it sounds amazing. I would love to do it, but I'm scared out of my mind. (laughs) I totally get it. I am an introvert and sometimes it is scary, but I had to learn years ago. One thing that I always tell myself over and over again is I have to live outside of my comfort zone. Because that comfort zone will keep you stuck for the rest of your life. The enemy wants nothing more to stop you from your purpose. He wants to hold you back and he wants you to stay inside that comfort zone because he doesn't want you to make a difference. First Corinthians 69 says, For a wide door of opportunity for effectual service has opened to me, a great and promising one, and there are many adversaries. Basically what this is saying, that there is a door of opportunity that is wide open for you. It is a great and promising opportunity, something that you have been wanting your whole life. There will be many adversaries trying to hold you back from walking through that door. Don't let them. It is so worth it to walk through that door, to get outside of that comfort zone, because it's when you step out of your comfort zone, you step into your purpose. God is on your side. He is with you. So you're not stepping out alone when you choose to step out. You are stepping out in faith and God is with you and he's meeting you right where you're at. And he is going to provide everything that you need. He's going to give you the words to speak. He's going to give you the ideas that you need. He is so good. Matthew 19, 26 says, but Jesus looked at them and said to them with men, 
this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Know that you can do this. God loves you so much. All right, ladies, I just want to encourage you. You were all created to be leaders right now, no matter what your age, God has created you to be a leader right where you're at. I encourage you, stand up, stand strong, be confident in who God created you to be. Step out of your comfort zone if you need to. Walk through crowds slowly and serve those around you and watch how God uses you to make an impact in the lives of those around you. All right, ladies, I hope this was a help to you this week. As we say every week, I want you to repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, if you have not yet, get signed up for that free 15-minute live video training with me. I am so excited to get to hang out with you all. If you go to Brave Revolution on the Uncommon Teen app, or you can head on over to the UncommonTeen.com website, get signed up there. I cannot wait to hang out with you. We are a little bit more than three weeks away. Also, on that same page, there is a quick survey. And I say like 60 seconds or less, it'll take you to fill it out. But honestly, it's like probably 30 seconds or less. It's about 10 questions that are super easy to answer. But we are in the process of creating something really, really awesome. And I want your input. I want your feedback. I want to know what it is that you like and what you don't like. So please, if you will, head on over to uncommonteen.com or to the tab on the Uncommon Teen app that says Brave Revolution. All right, ladies, have an incredible week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging, but God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommon Teen Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommon Teen Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommon Teen Live, I knew that God was going to do something big. 
And he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I'm just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.